Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Slick Vic. Welcome to Peace, Toast, and Jam. Yes, if you've been following me, you know that I haven't done my little jingle jingle yet, but it's in the works. It is in the works. Um, Welcome to like mid-July. It is hot. It is spicy. It is sweaty. It is humid. Yes, I am talking about Florida all the time, but especially in July, it's like a whole nother level of moisture that happens. Um, Lucky for me, I'm okay embracing the fluffy lioness, dandelion hair look, um, kind of like an alpaca at times, you know, I really just don't care. I let my hair do whatever it needs to be, needs to do. Um, but for those who are out there struggling and are not okay out there, I am, I'm looking for you, my friends with the crazy curly hair that are struggling with keeping it tame. Because if you're not into that, there's really not much you can do out here. Okay, now I got that out of my system. So, you guys and gals, today I'm going to talk about the importance of knowing the difference between reacting to a situation versus responding to a situation. I'm sure a lot of you out there listening are like, yeah, absolutely, I know the difference, I get it. But how many of you are actually actively doing the response part of it, which in my personal opinion, and probably the opinion of a lot of individuals and maybe yourself as well included would say that would be the more healthy way to communicate and to, um, basically re well, I wanted to say respond, right? It's like, I wanted to go there. Um, deal. I guess we'll use the word deal, deal with situations in your life. So reaction versus response. I believe that some of us are more inclined to react more than respond more based upon our upbringing, our childhood, also just our, our personality and, um, just the way that we have grown up in our environment, et cetera, and experiences all that jazz. So, and it makes sense. It makes sense. But some of us have really gone overboard on one or the other. Um, and, particularly we're going to talk about the reaction part, how that's kind of crazy. I am going to talk about the responding part though, because I can see where some people get super aggravated with individuals that are, they're really good at responding. And that is not, that's not a, it's not a a bad thing for the person who is the responder, but it is telling you something if you're someone who is triggered by someone who responds most of the time. Okay. And I'll, I'll go into this a little bit deeper. If you're kind if I'm kind of losing you, just hang on tight. Okay. So reaction is, it's very quick. Okay. It's not, it's not about you're like, you're not concerned about a specific, you know, negative or positive outcome. You're just kind of in that survival mode. You're very, um, you may, you may, and this is not for sure. Right. Like, but you may be in more of a defense mode. Um, and it could be, it, it, well, it's basically like meeting an action with another action. Okay. So like something just happened. You're like, boom. Okay. I have to react. I have to react really, really, really quickly with this action. Um, sometimes you say things you don't really mean because it's just like your like word vomit moment. Right. Um, it's just a reaction is literally like whatever your default system is set up. That's kind of what happens. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, you really don't care about the long-term effect, basically. That's really what it is. Um, whereas response, it's more, it's a slower. It's, you're creating space. You're, you're thinking about what just happened, what was just said. Um, you are, quote-unquote, worried or concerned about 
what's going to happen next. So you are more solution oriented. You're not taking your time to like, well, I would say it this way for most of us, we're like, I can't even say that. Right. Cause I mean, I don't even know everyone's like, but I would say for the majority of individuals that are trying to respond in a healthy way, you're trying to get a positive solution. So it's not like you're taking your time to think of a negative solution. You're like, okay, what is the best solution to this issue or, uh, you know, experience that I'm having the words that are said, etc. Um, and it also comes from like the root word responsibility. So when we think of responsibility, we think of like, this is something that's like deliberately, you're, you're being considerate. You are, you're being deliberate. You are, you're really focusing on what is the, like the best intention, um, the best outcome for you and for anyone else who's involved in it. So I think it's pretty clear based upon what I just pretty much defined the two of them in my, you know, my own little way. It's pretty clear that responding to an event, responding to a situation, responding to a, in a confrontation and, um, you know, a disagreement, an argument, whatever, it would make sense to respond versus react. Now, myself included, there's been literally countless, countless times where I was not in the right frame of mind and I was not in a healthy mindset, I'll say it that way, and I completely reacted. I just went right into action mode. I I really wasn't concerned about how it was going to affect me or affect the other person involved or situation at all. And it was literally a defense mode. It was, it, it 100,000 million trillion bazillion percent was all about defense mode. And I can personally say that I would attribute that to a lot of what I have experienced in my own life. Now, with that being said, has it gotten a lot better over time? Yes, it has. Has it been perfect? No, it has not. Have I responded in the last month or so? Yes. Have I reacted in the last month or so? Yes. So with all that being said, for individuals like myself who are deliberately trying to respond more, who are doing the things, which I'm going to explain after this, doing the things in my downtime, in my peaceful time, in my regular time where I'm not confronted with some sort of situation, and I'm putting in the work to make sure make it easier, not really going to make sure, I'm not going to say make sure because nothing's like for sure, but to make it easier and a healthier, healthier situation for myself, anyone else included in it, that the next time something does happen, because yes, things are going to happen again. I mean, hello, I'm able to respond in a way that's healthy and I'm not reacting. I am deliberately trying to find a solution to the problem instead of being super selfish in that moment and, and very defensive and very survival mode ish. So this is like, this is like basic stuff. And this is so, I would say important for individuals to really reflect on and deliberately try their best. I would say, gosh, I mean, I would love to say every day, but as often as you can, to focus on this in your life and see where you can be a little bit better. See where you can slow down your reaction time to make it that it's more of a response. And this is so difficult when you're heated. This is so hard when you have a default system in your in your body, in your mind, that wants to be like, you know, son of a gun, poof, 
and like just go at it you know whether it's a physical altercation which I hope a lot of you are not in physical altercations or if it's just that verbal like pow pow with what you say without really thinking about what you're saying um this is so important to really reflect on when you're in a good space or a very neutral space so that you can see where there's maybe tiny little holes or maybe big gapping holes depending on you know how much you need to work on and just be like okay where can I start to diffuse situations a little bit earlier how can I you know put myself in a calmer space what can I do in those moments where I want to react that I can reel myself back in so that I am slowing down the duration and the frequency of the like I just said, that pow, 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 pow with the verbal, you know, hits that we take. And we're just going to talk about verbal because honestly, if you're hitting people at this point, geez, oh man, um, that's in a whole nother realm that I don't know if I can help out with at this moment. You know, if you're punching walls and like punching pillows, I mean, more so the pillows, let's say, you know, I, I don't want people breaking their fist out there. Then, okay, like sometimes physical, getting that physical energy out is really needed and I am raising my hand over there because that is something in which I love to do when I'm having let's say um a really like spicy week where like my heated energy is just really hard to get rid of and I'm able to go to jujitsu or get a lift in or go run really hard like that's physical exertion that helps me get that out um and it helps calm me down. But if you're like, obviously like punching walls and doors and all that kind of stuff, like that's a little bit excessive, um, my friends. And I know I'm calling you out out there, but that's where I think you should do some huge reflection and learn the skills that I'm about to talk about in a second. So yeah. So with all this being said, a lot of people are like, okay, great. Yeah. So Vic, I totally get what you're saying. I understand. I'm working on the responsive part as much as I can, but I'm also seeing um, that my reaction time and my reaction to everything is pretty, you know, intense and I would love to do some things to, to reel it in. So my advice, my guidance is first and foremost, totally contingent on where you're at in your life. And, and you know, if you're in a crazy toxic environment or whatever it may be, there may be so many different factors going on. But for the most part, I think the biggest thing to start working on would be the self-reflection and then also meditation. So again, I've talked about meditation before and a lot of people kind of roll their eyes when I talk about meditation or they just think it's like frou-frou, fafi, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just like whatever. It doesn't, I don't even know what that word was, by the way. I don't even know what that like string of of sounds were. It's like frou-fi, fafi. I don't know. It sounded like Fruit Loops with fairies. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but we're going with it. So yeah, people think it's like Fruit Loops and, fa- and fairies mixed together in a bowl of jello. And I understand where people are like, yeah, that doesn't make sense for me. I don't know. I don't want to meditate. I don't want to call my mind that way, but I'm telling you, there are so many different ways you can meditate. Now the, the most, you know, basic way would be to like sit down in a quiet space where you're not going to have any kind of major interruptions, any interruptions at all. Um, it's quiet. You have light music playing. If you're someone who doesn't like complete quiet or you want to drown out some like little bits of sound, you close your eyes or you're just, you know, slightly close your eyes so you can like look down. If you're someone who's not a fan of completely closing your eyes, I get it. Um, and you get yourself in a very relaxed state. You can lay flat on your back or you can be like, you know, sitting with your legs crossed or however it is that you're comfortable just so you're not falling asleep and you just start to breathe. But you're 
very particular about your breathing at first. You're trying to, you know, fill up your lungs and your belly and slow it down. Then after a while, you just let your breathing go into a normal kind of like cadence, whatever it is. And you just allow yourself to be still. You allow yourself to be still. You give yourself five minutes. You give yourself 10 minutes. You give yourself 15 minutes, whatever it is. And if you have thoughts pop in and out, that's okay. You let them pop in and out. You don't really focus on anything else. The minute you start thinking about your calendar for the week or the obligations that you have for work or your family, and you, you, you very, you know, just gently kick them out of your brain and onto the next thing. And you just keep trying to, to find some peace and like very like neutralize feelings. Um, for those like myself who've been doing it for a while, um, who have found like that sweet spot, you know, that sweet spot when you get there, it's just like kind of blissful. It's very peaceful. It's very sweet. It's, it's like, it's delicious feeling. That's how, that's the only way I can really describe it. Um, it's very like marshmallowy, you know, and, um, like ready whip whipped cream, maybe like the coconut ones. It's a little bit healthier. So when you start to do this more and more and more, just like anything with repetition and consistency and discipline, it gets, it's easier to tap into more often. There are days though, where it's not so easy. And that might be where you're just like, all right, I got to tap out at like three, four minutes, maybe try to come back in a minute or so, or maybe come back at night. doesn't matter. But that's the first thing I would, well, I guess second thing I would say. So to do, to start getting yourself to be more responsive than reactive. Um, but another thing would be to, to reflect on the situations that you've been in the past. If you need to make any kind of adjustments with individuals in a way of going back and apologizing, or maybe if, if the situation has been completely neutralized or completely, you know, um, in a pot, more positive space. Now, if you're able to talk about it now in a way where it's like, yeah, I mean, this is this is how I would have responded if I had actually responded and not reacted. I think that's healthy too, in a way, because you are, it's almost like you're re-exposing yourself, which is like exposure therapy, which I think can be healthy for a lot of individuals where you're exposing yourself to that situation, but it's from a different perspective, a different mindset. And, um, if you are someone who is self-aware and, um, or becoming more self-aware and getting a little bit more confidence in yourself to be like on a healthier track. I think this can be done in a healthy way. Um, but also going back to the exposure thing, um, knowing that cut, so exposure therapy is obviously exposing yourself to a situation where you're usually triggered or there's like, you know, some trauma based in there. And this is always kind of tricky because of course it can, trigger you as I just said into a space where you're like completely reactive again um you know you go right into survival mode you're very defensive but if you would like to slightly expose yourself to situations where you're usually reactive and you try implementing the pausing the breathing the giving it space allowing it to kind of marinate for a second to say okay I'm fine this person's fine we're not in danger this situation is maybe a little bit triggering but like it's why is it triggering? Let me get to the root cause of this for a second and then realize that I don't need to react. I can take my time with this. Exposing yourself to that in little increments, I think is good because it's almost like conditioning. It's you're building up a tolerance for a situation that you're usually very reactive to. But if you take it in like little small chunks, then you're able to digest it a little bit better. 
of course, I don't really have an example that would be particular, particular for you because I don't know maybe a situation you're in. So if you want to talk to me about it, of course, shoot me a message. Um, I, I always go through my my uh, social media at the end of the episode, so I'll tell you about those later. But uh, for the most part, I think this is like a really great way to to start working on this. Um, and then the other thing is just breath work. You know, in those situations, if you're able to remember, which again, that's the hardest part. It's like it's so hard to remember all this crap. When I say crap, because that's what it's going to feel like at first. Like, oh my gosh, you're telling me to like do all this crap and blah, blah, blah. When I'm in a very reactive state and I'm like, yeah, that's like honestly the way that you heal. But if you start to implement this stuff when you're not in that state, it's going to be easier to tap into it when you are. But if you can somehow remind yourself when you're in a place where you could possibly be very reactive, if you can already kind of tell yourself, all right, if it happens, it happens, but I'm going to take like five big breaths before I say a word back, before I make any kind of action, any kind of movement. And I just said five breaths because I just said five, you know what I mean? Like you can take as many as you want. Um, you know, or if you can get yourself calmed down within less breaths, great. But I think this is so important. I really do. Um, I see a lot of you know, little holes in my own life where I've been super reactive. There have been times where I'm like super proud of myself because I recognize that I took those breaths that I, that all the meditation that I've been doing has actually paid off. Um, that I'm managing, managing my emotions by being in charge and not letting my, my thoughts trigger emotions that are not productive at all in that situation. So, it's a little bit of give or take, you know, like you gotta give and take. I'm sorry. You have to give a little bit and take a little bit and you have to take it all with a grain of salt. You have to kind of just allow it to flow and see where you need to work on things a little bit tighter, a little bit, you know, longer for like to slow down the duration or the frequency of whatever is, you know, your reaction time is versus response time. And really just be more self-aware at the end of all of this being self-aware is key and man it's hard because part of the human experience is to literally experience this like this is a huge huge deal with humans I mean we 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 want to react for survival mode it's just I think it's ingrained in us in a lot of ways um but I but I know for a fact that we are capable of responding more and reacting less to situations that don't, do not at all need a reaction. And, and if we can start to work on this in the time that we're not being reactive at all, we don't need to, you know, go into survival mode. It's not like there's like, you know, a tornado that just hit and you got to be like, Hmm, let me respond to this in a very slow. No, like in those moments, of course, you're going to be probably a little bit more reactive. You're going to be reactive with that responsive, like responsibility to what's like a priority, but you're going to act quicker because there's an action happening. You're going to just quickly react to it and go survival mode. But in arguments, in confrontations, in conversations, conversations, not even situations where it's like, it's not heated. It's just like a conversation. We are triggered by words. We're triggered by the way things are said. We're triggered by, you know, facial expressions, body language, you know, people in general. And we react so hard that we don't even realize that we're hurting ourselves more than the other person a lot of times. But 
for a lot of times we are hurting the other person a lot more. And that's where it gets really ugly. It gets really crazy. And when you talk about relationships, whether it be friendships or romantic relationships or family or business, that's where you want to really be self-aware and really start to do these, you know, the breathing techniques, the meditation, the relaxation, the, you know, self-reflection so that you're not burning bridges. You're not having to say, I'm sorry all the time. And you just feel better. You feel healthier. And it's such a skill that can be completely harnessed and managed and built upon if you put in the, the time and the effort. And that's the part that a lot of people don't want to do, or they think it's just going to magically, you know, fix itself, which I guess in some people's case, sure, I guess you can argue that it has, but that could also be the result of you realizing there's certain people that you don't really need in your life anyways. You know, there's certain situations that you don't need to be there, but if you're in a situation or you're in, you know, in an, an environment or in a relationship that you do see some value there Um, and you're like, no, I want to stay here. This is, this isn't all the time. This is just a communication, you know, argument, or this is just a situation at work. That's like, whoa, out of the blue, like, or whatever it may be that it doesn't have to result in you completely, you know, burning down the house, basically, you know, that's figuratively speaking, hopefully you're not building, you know, burning down houses, but, um, yeah, so this is just, this is something in which I've seen a lot in my own life and other people's lives that I'm very close to. Um, and this is something that I've been working on for a long time. And I see and I recognize in my own life when it does get out of control for myself and how uncomfortable it feels now. I will say this at the, at by, you know, this is the end of all this, but there was a time where I loved the feeling of being reactive. And when I say loved it, I didn't know that I loved it. I said that I hated it, but I realized my body was loving the reaction because it was like an adrenaline kick for me. It was, I I saw that fiery red, I would get loud. I would have like these, you know, I wanted to be louder than you kind of arguments. And that just showed my own insecurity. That just showed me not being educated in the moment, not doing the work, not being peaceful. And looking back now, I can be, I mean, I could beat myself up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed by those moments. Or like, I can't believe I allowed that person to, you know, to trigger me to that extent where I was mad at them. And although I'm the one who's reacting the way that I'm reacting, you know what I mean? Because I'm in control of me. They're not in control of of me. So to put on to them, like, oh yeah, like, well, it was their fault. Like, it's like, no, 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 it was my fault. I was the one who was allowing that to happen. Like straight up, I was allowing that. I could have calmly walked away. I could have chosen to not, you know, keep going with the conversation. I could have diffused it in a way where I was just like, I said a few words and said I would come back to it in a time when we were both in a better state to talk about it. I mean, so many things, but instead I chose to react. So now knowing what I know and doing the work, is it always perfect? Like I said before, no. Do I have moments where I, you know, slip through the cracks of my own internal healing that I've done over the years? Yes. Yes, of course. But I recognize it now so much so that it like hurts. It doesn't feel good. It's, it's, it actually angers me to a point where I snap out of it, if that makes sense. Like, or it's uncomfortable to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, this doesn't, nope. mm -mm." Like this is a place I don't want to go. And I'm cutting down the frequency and the duration. Will always, you know, be this way. Will I, will I always have triggers and, and moments where things bother me? The word always is really hard 
to put into a vocabulary, our vocabulary, I think, with a lot of things that we say because I don't think anything is for sure. But to kind of put it all together, there will always be situations or people or new things that pop up that might take you off guard. It might just throw you off. The most important part to remember is that you are in control. And the more that you do outside of these situations, the better prepared that you are, the better your emotions are regulated. And when you have those moments where you're kind of in a weakened spot, your, your immune system, if you will, your mental immune system is maybe taking a little bit of a hit that week. You give yourself grace. You give yourself compassion. You realize that you're human. We're all in these crazy meat suits and we're so hard on ourselves, myself included. Oh my gosh. I'm hard on myself all the time about this, but the moment we realize and we recognize that it's not a forever thing, that we're going to get through it, that it was just a little slip. And if we're able to bounce back quick enough to apologize if needed, or just to, you know, rest, relax, reset, then boom, you did it. You're okay. And tomorrow's a, is a, is a new opportunity to be better and to keep getting stronger and keep being conditioned. So I hope this helps someone out there. I hope that if this helped you or you know it's someone that could help someone else, you share it, please. That's the only way that ever that this podcast um, gets out there and reaches more people. Um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, through my social media handle of SlickVicBA. So it's SlickVic, then B as in boy, A as in apple. Um, I also have a Patreon group that if you'd like to join or if you would just like to support me in any way, there's three different tiers you can choose from. Um, so please check that out. It's in my, the link in my bio on any one of those social medias that I just mentioned. Um, and with that, I'm going to go for a quick little walk and get back to doing some work, but I wanted to wish you all a wonderful morning, a beautiful afternoon and a lovely night whenever you read this read this, listen to this, (laughs) read this. (laughs) I'm losing it, you guys. All right. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.